Welcome to Imperfection in Progress, a podcast for ambitious women who are people pleasers, perfectionists, or procrastinators. Want to feel less stress and more joy in your life? Then this is for you. I'm your host, Don Calvinisti. Have you ever felt like you just aren't doing enough? That your success is based on how much you get done in a day? On today's show, I'm joined by Natalie Pincham. Natalie is on a mission to help turn high-achieving business owners on the verge of burnout into high performers confident to lead and enjoy life a whole lot more. She's the coach you come to when you've grown tired of working flat out and still putting the same goals on your list every year. Natalie is also the host of Your Success Tonic, a podcast where she shares tips, research, and inspiring conversations around defining authentic success and how to find more freedom and abundance on the other side. As people pleasers, perfectionists, and procrastinators, much of the struggle we have in moving ahead is because of our high expectations. Natalie and I go deep on how we can really move forward without the need to do more and more. Here's my conversation with Natalie. Welcome, Natalie Pincham, to the Imperfection in Progress podcast. Oh, thank you, Dawn, for having me. I'm so excited to be here and have a conversation with you today. What a treat. It is so much fun, I think, talking about areas where maybe we ourselves had fallen into, maybe it's areas where We can see the need for our expertise and all of that. But I thought before we start, can we define what a high achiever actually is or what we would term it as? Definitely. So I would say that a high achiever is somebody who is really, really driven to achieve a lot, right? They just want to do all the time. Like it's really hard for them to stop. That's definitely what it was in my case. Like I found that it was almost impossible for me just to slow down and breathe and 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 I just had to always be doing something. I always had to know what was the next thing on the list. So a high achiever is someone who not only has the list, but actually gets things done, right? They they really kind of knock things out and they move things along. And they are really really good at it. (laughs) Yes. I think this is interesting because on this podcast, obviously we always talk about the perfectionists, the people pleasers, the procrastinators. And sometimes I hear from people, especially those who procrastinate, well, I'm not a high achiever because I put things off. But I find it's actually the opposite. It's because you're a high achiever and it might not go as perfectly as you would like that you procrastinate. What, What do you find? I think this is fascinating because it is counterintuitive, right? And for a start, I never identified as a perfectionist because I didn't think, oh, I need everything to be perfect. But I certainly always wanted to bring my A game and I always wanted to deliver excellence. And somehow I didn't match those two things. (laughs) But also when it comes to perfectionism and procrastination, this is super counterintuitive, right? Because we think that someone who's who's trying to be really good at everything is going to just get everything done on time. But with perfectionism, one of the things is that when you're a high achiever, you're not just striving for excellence, but you're also very self-critical. So because of that, you're constantly judging, how good is this? How good is my performance right now? And so when you do that all the time, that can lead to self-doubt and indecision. And then you're trying to figure out 
what are the next steps to get this done to the very best of my ability? And sometimes that's not obvious, right? Sometimes that means, oh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to do more research. I'm going to figure this out a little bit more before I get started. And then in the end here, you waste a lot of, a lot of time. Yeah, it is really interesting. Again, not everybody would identify that right. they're a high achiever or a perfectionist. And yet they totally, totally could be. Yes, totally. And it's so interesting how it plays out, right? So I have a client who is, he is very high achieving and he is incredibly successful at what he does. And as a business coach, I've been coaching him on how to expand his reach, his audience and reach more people with his really, really powerful message. So one week I gave him like a list of five things that he needed to focus on for the next week. And then he comes back a week later and I'm like, so how much progress did you make? And usually he kind of just knocks things out of the park. But what happened was he hadn't done any of them because he had spent all week researching on what to do next. And so that is like big flag, right? There, there's like, there's massive internal resistance to the external task. And then, so then that's when coaching is so powerful when you have someone say, okay, let's look at what really happened. It wasn't that you didn't feel like sending out five emails this week. It was something deeper. So then you can dig in and understand what is that resistance? What's actually coming up? And that voice of self-doubt and, and self-criticism can be so loud sometimes. And so having, having some guidance in those moments is huge, huge to help you move past those blocks. Yeah, I think we could talk about a few of the flags that we see. I mean, I know for me, one of the ones, and you might recognize this too, is I have a few people who, when we're having conversations, I hear about the next course they're doing and then the next oh, yes. course and the next program. And they're like constant in, into courses and learning, but the action is not happening. Definitely. I've seen this over and over again. And I and I certainly did it as well, right? So I think, and and to be really honest, the marketing industry out there is, is targeted at that. You know, it's, it's, there's always somebody to tell you that the thing that you're doing isn't quite right and that you need this other new strategy and you need to take this course to learn the strategy and then you'll be ready for excellence and, and moving into your A game. So it's really hard because when you get stuck and you're like, I don't know what I want to what I should do next, or you have internal resistance to what you do know you should do next, then it's so much easier to say, well, actually, I need to learn this whole other new way of doing sales. And then, then, I'll, then it'll be easy. So yes, course after course after course, and not much action is very, very common theme. As an entrepreneur, I know what it's like to feel stuck and overwhelmed in my business. Often my perfectionism leads to procrastination and I just want something simple to help move things forward. One way I've achieved this is to have really great tools to shift areas of my business where I feel less capable or skilled. My accountability partner, Janine Hauk and I have pulled together more than 20 of the top entrepreneurial innovators and asked them to share their most game-changing tools to rock your business. We call it the Elevated Entrepreneur Bundle. For just $47, you get more than $1,000 worth of assessments, challenges, mini courses, quizzes, workshops, webinars, audio and video trainings, templates and guides that will have you out of your rut and into action. 
we suggest you keep it simple. Pick one or two areas that need the most help and use the tools that fit those first. Then, in a few months, when you're ready to grow in another area, it's time to use other tools that are waiting in your bundle. There are enough tools here to help you take consistent action all year long and then some. The Elevated Entrepreneur Bundle covers every area of your life and business, including productivity and time management, sales and profitability, mindset and self-doubt, AI content creation, leads and list building, branding, copy, mindfulness, health, and self-care. Don't miss this phenomenal resource created especially for female entrepreneurs who want to release the hustle and grind of business and step into clarity and ease with intuitive strategies. This $47 bundle is only available from May 15th to 29th. Grab it at www.elevatedseries.com forward slash bundle today. Now back to the show. What else do you see when you're working with clients as far as areas where, where especially when they're high achievers and they are good at knocking out of the ballpark, what else comes up as red flags for you where like this is going to lead to burnout? This is this is not actually heading you in the direction that's going to be great at the end of the day. Yeah, a couple more things. One is when people become super, super focused on a very specific plan of action. And then it can it can be really hard for them to see that they actually need to change course, right? That it's time to course correct. They they become so committed to a specific set of goals that they lose sight of the bigger picture. So something has shifted, they need to do something a bit different. And so it can be very hard for them to consider an alternative path that will actually lead them, lead them towards greater success. So that, that very, very narrow focus can sometimes be an issue. And then I'd say another is obviously the work-life balance, right? The, the persistence in taking action and working and then at the expense of their personal life, their health, their, their, their ease, peace of mind, it just, that can really lead to burnout. Always prioritizing, well, when, when I've done this, then I'll be able to rest. When I've done this, then everything will be gravy. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> I remember when I first started into my own business and I started off in network marketing, and it was something where I love being my own boss, but uh -huh. you forget the idea that like you actually do it to get time freedom and then you start working 24-7 yes. to create the end result. Exactly. So I, yeah, often we're actually working against that very thing that we're looking for. Yes, exactly. And it's so easy. I mean, it's it's be honest, it's it's actually a very, very common thing for entrepreneurs who are starting out to get caught in that. And so that's again when it's really helpful to have mentors or coaches or other people to kind of just to, to as accountability partners or anything anyone there to kind of give you that kind of reality check like and help you stay on the right track because it's it it kind of easily leads to those 60 70 hour weeks where you're just working 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 trying to get to that milestone and and actually by doing that you're lengthening the time it's going to take for you to get there. Yeah. Now that seems totally counterintuitive. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Like all of these things, it's why it's so, it's so interesting, right? When we start to dig into the high, high achievement and perfectionism, procrastination, all of them, they just don't make sense. You know, it kind of like the, the logical part of your brain says, well, no, that can't be the way it works. But so the more you dig in, it's so interesting to see how these patterns actually play out. When you're working with people who are high achievers, I'm assuming, but you can correct me, that they probably have really big goals. Yes. Always. Always. Yes. Yeah. So they, and part of that is because at the core of perfectionism and high achievement, we're running on this belief system that our value comes from our achievements. And we've been socialized to think that. And we've lived our whole lives on that kind of assumption without really questioning it. And so when we do that and we think that our value is from things that are external to us and how we, and, and what we deliver, then yeah, it can be really hard to wake up from that, 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 that false idea really. Yeah. And I find that like, depending where you're at in your journey, obviously, and, and your growth, and this is why you're having a mentor. It can be really great just to pointing out some of those blind spots for yes. you. But also the fact that when you're trying to achieve those goals and you reach the goal, there's going to be another goal made. Like, it's not like you reach the goal and you're done. So yes. you still have opportunity. Yes. Yes. I think that's such a brilliant point, Dawn, because one of the things about how the brain is wired is that the brain is really focused on keeping us safe and allowing us to survive and, and, and trying to just keep focused on the things that we need in order to stay alive. And so celebration of reaching milestones is not really necessary for our survival. And so the brain isn't really wired to focus on the things that we have achieved. And so what we do is we get to, to that milestone and then we're like, okay, great. Next thing. What do I do next? What's the next? What's my next list? And, and actually taking the time to celebrate is super, super important because we need to, to acknowledge how far we've come, how much we've grown, and not just to, to acknowledge the, the journey that we've already made, but also to, in order to set um, a meaningful goal for the future, is to really set a vision for who we want to become. And when we do that, the goals can be much bigger and much more exciting. And then we know that we need to step into something bigger than we are currently. And then that's so much more inspiring. And then the next set of goals can be, you've got that extra fuel, like dream fuel to get you to those big and exciting goals. And that's part of what I always say to people, like when they're not feeling motivated, right? When they start to feel like, I don't, this isn't really getting me excited to get out of bed in the morning. But when you have that kind of growth happening within you, it keeps it new and exciting. Yes. Oh, so true. So true. And, and anytime anyone says that to me, I don't, I'm not really excited. And then I'll always say to them, then the dream isn't big enough. Yeah. yeah. It's the wrong dream. Maybe it's, it's actually a goal and not a dream. It's just one of the steps that you need to get to the real big dream. So let's really name what the big dream is. And then you'll wake up fired up and ready to go. 
That's a really great point because I think a lot of people don't recognize there is a difference between goals and dreams. Like goals are your steps. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And that is, again, it's one of those things that it's not obvious, right? You think when when people set resolutions for the year, for example, oftentimes they're just they're just goals, they're just action items. And what we need is the bigger vision, the dream. And then we can start to break it down into action items. But then if we just focus on the action items in and of themselves, oftentimes they're not enough to get us really to maintaining our momentum, maintaining our enthusiasm and showing up every day with that level of of focus that we need. When you're working with clients, do you find that part of your role is helping them align themselves to what is the real dream? Because I think sometimes people have an idea of what they want, but aren't sure because I also like this and I like that and I, I feel more pulled toward this. Like, how does that work? Oh, yes. That's just a great question because I, I think that that's definitely the case. So as a business coach, often people come to me because they want to grow their business. But in and of itself, the growing of the business might not be enough of a dream. So it's really connecting it down into what your values are, how you want to show up, who you want to impact with your business. And to be honest, it can take quite a long time to create that connection to the deeper purpose, the the deeper meaning to create something that is exciting, that does give you chills when you say it, right? So sometimes people will just kind of say, oh, I like what he's doing. I want to do what he's doing. But that in just copying somebody else's idea isn't the thing that's going to get you that fire. So yeah, having the the bigger vision tying into that and and really acknowledging that it's possible for you. That is a big part of success coaching and in business, especially and thinking, yes, this is the business I have now. And if I grow it to, to an even bigger level than I was even imagining, then I can reach this many people and then I can make this happen. Or it can be the opposite. It can be my business is really big and it actually doesn't need to grow a whole lot more. I just want to deepen the mission and I want to really serve the people that I have to my utmost, but really knowing that and being super clear on what is going to give you that sense of meaning and that sense of joy in in what you do. Right. Often when people are first figuring out what they want to do, it can be as simple as taking care of their financial needs like now in the moment. And and that's okay. Like that's okay if that's your dream right now. But at some point that won't be enough. And so I, you're right, like it's important that we're always kind of realigning and and thinking what really is going to excite us to move forward. Definitely. Yes. Yes. Is there anything that you find is the same across the board that comes out in high achievers when they want to create that kind of success? Are there are there things that they all are wanting or or words that they're always using that describes the type of future they're creating for themselves? I think the thing that everyone has in common is this real desire for impact. Everyone wants to feel like they've made a difference. And and we do make a difference every day when we go out and we when we interact with anyone, 
we're making a difference and we have to choose what kind of difference that is, whether it's positive one and what kind of depth we want that to have, right? So I think everybody has this desire for connection and meaning and purpose. And, and again, this is one which as high achievers, a lot of high achievers actually beat themselves up. I'm like, I don't know my purpose. I don't have a purpose yet. I don't know. And, they, and they're like, well, why don't I have that? What's wrong with me? Everyone else has one and I don't. And, and oftentimes I'm just having these conversations with my clients and reminding them that they already are on purpose. Just by being you and doing the work that you're doing, you have so much impact, so much more than you can, than you are giving yourself credit for. And so when we start to then add intentionality and we start to set bigger dreams, then yes, we can reach more people and, and do more of the, the work that we, that we crave or have more of the impact that we crave. But that is definitely one of the things that achievers all want. They want this, this sense of maybe having a legacy at the end of all this hard work that they've done. Right. So being a high achiever yourself, I'm going to ask the question I ask everyone that comes on. Do you find that you resonate more with being a people pleaser, a perfectionist, or a procrastinator? Mm, such a good question. And so challenging. Thanks, Dawn. I think that for me, perfectionism has to be the one. Even though, like I said, I would never have identified as a perfectionist until very recently once I started having to dig into all of these patterns that were kind of pulling me off course from what, where I really wanted to be in my life. For me, it's, it was it, what, the way that that played out was like living under chronic stress. Just constantly working too much, yes, but also really driving myself to the point of burnout eventually. It's a tough one to, when you reach that place of burnout, then that, that, for me, that was the moment where I had to look back and figure out what led me to this place. And that's when I realized, yes, it's perfectionism. It's this desire to excel and, and then really looking underneath that what's driving that and then what's why why is this playing out in all the areas of my life not just in work but also in my relationships in my home in my parenting what what does it all look like and it's it's these some of these are, are tough things to look at and but then there is the other side which is something that you talk about which is that perfectionism can also be really positive. So we've said a lot of negative stuff about it, but it's also, there is a very positive side to it. <laughs> that's right. There's nothing wrong with wanting to do things really well. No, I mean, no. that's a huge strength. And so there is positives to each of them. One thing I know that you talk about, and I know you're going to give us a freebie, this will be in the show notes, so you can go there and grab this, is how to get back two hours in our day. And so tell us a little bit, because everybody wants more time. Yes, definitely. Especially those of us who are working too hard. I mean, most entrepreneurs are working too hard, but you know, there's a lot of us out there who just are overloaded. This is something I hear all the time in, in all my clients and my friends and everyone that I come across. So the, yeah, the idea is that there are some very simple things that we can do to start to reclaim our time. And again, it comes back to being very intentional and setting up our days in ways that 
do allow us to create the feelings that we want to be feeling and allow us to feel the sense of of moving things forward that we want to and not feel like a oh, full day has gone by, a whole week has gone by and I haven't made any progress on the things that, that meant something to me. So that is, you know, why I created this guide, which is really to help go-getters kind of realign a little bit and, and start to really reclaim, make some real inroads into reclaiming some hours in their days. So I'm going to put reclaim two hours a day into the show notes. You can grab the guide there and you can also find all the contact info for Natalie. But tell us where is the best place to connect with you? The best place to connect with me is on my podcast, which is Your Success Tonic. And on that podcast, I invite guests to explore that intersection of business, entrepreneurship and leadership and success, really finding ways to uncover our most aligned and fully expressed version of ourselves so that we can really create meaningful success. Perfect. So again, I'm going to put that in the show notes as well. Take a listen to Natalie's podcast. And Natalie, thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom all around this. Oh, thank you for having me here, Dawn. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you as always. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you found value in what you heard, please share it with a friend and rate and review us on whatever platform you listen on. It really helps get us out to other women who could benefit from listening. Check out our show notes for details from the show and to connect with me or our guests. Want to continue the conversation? My website is pursueprogress.com or DM me at pursueprogresswithdawn on Instagram. Until next week, pursue progress no matter how imperfectly.